Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by RPAL Gary at Partscaster Concierge. Gary offers custom designed Partscaster style builds and bodies catering to upscale DIY builders. Concierge services are included with every project to ensure every build is perfectly tailored. Gary can assist with design concepts, electronic configurations, hardware selections, and everything in between. Now, every DIY builder is working at a different knowledge or skill level, so Gary offers these services on an as-needed basis, so he can be as involved in your build as you need him to be with help sourcing parts or even advice during your finishing or assembly phases. Gary offers flat top, contoured or edge routed bodies for bolt on necks, as well as custom pick guards, necks, pre-setups and other parts and services through builders and guitar techs within Gary's ever-growing network. So if you're on the hunt for a sick custom parts caster project, check out at Partscaster Concierge on social media or partscasterconcierge.com. Frogs and rotten logs. It's another sweet episode of the Culture Guitars. I'm not stopping. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> I love it. My name is I can't feel my toes. Al, with me, <laughs> handsome as ever is. Can I feel your toes, Casper? <laughs> no, <you> cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, no, you're asking me. That's your, it's your name. Oh no, you uh, just uh, you just said, can I feel your toes, Casper? No, that's it's you, that's your name. Is can I feel your toes, Casper? <laughs> so you're asking other people. You're the one of the foot fetters. Don't tell I'm me. Really. <laughs> oh man, uh, sorry, Tarantino. <laughs> uh, and with us all the way from Oregon and land of the freedoms is boy. This is off to a weird start. Benjamin Bond from Bond Guitars. <laughs> Hey man, that was supposed to be brass knuckles, Benjamin Bond. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Listen, if, if I don't get to say what my nickname is, neither do you. Uh, yeah, that, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point, man. This is uh, the the the, the 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 stupid nickname game is really just you're being forced into a Russian roulette competition uh, with nicknames <laughs> instead of bullets. Hey, I can I can definitely say that I have had way worse nicknames, but that's that's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, uh, as discussed previously to recording, we don't need to talk about your sordid past in the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. human trafficking right, yeah, trade. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, it's really awesome to have you on the show, man, and uh, uh, we're really stoked that you're you're able to join us. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm so excited to be here. Uh, this is really cool. It's the first podcast I've ever done. Ever. Like, well, you're starting at the top, sir. You're really yeah. <laughs> that, my Definitely thoughts exactly. Starting at the apex. <laughs> it's no, all downhill from here. No slumming it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eat my shorts, Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, that might be slumming it. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I, I don't really listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, but I, I saw a clip going around that just cracked me up. Um, and it was a clip of him saying something about white men can't have a voice anymore. 
Oh yeah. And, and I, I'm not. I'm I, I, like I said. I don't listen to his show, so I don't really have a, a dog in this fight. I'm not going to slam him or anything like that. <laughs> but I died laughing at that because the last thing I remember reading about Joe Rogan was him getting signed for like a like hundreds of millions of dollars or something just ludicrous to yeah. exclusively be on have his spot his podcast on Spotify with his yeah. like hundreds of millions of listeners <laughs> and that was right. the whole selling thing was like uh, I don't know if you can say white men don't have a voice anymore Joe <laughs> yes. you're getting paid all Come the on. monies to have all of the voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man no I mean I I, I think that he's he, he does like you know he's he's pretty like good at interviewing people like yeah. I've listened to some of the ones he's done with like rock stars and everything and I mean, you like, you know, getting Billy Corgan to talk about like pro wrestling for what, like almost like three hours or whatever it is, you know, and it's like, that's okay. I got to hand it to you there, man. You know, like I, I, I have seen a few of like snippets, right? Like clips, yeah. Yeah, YouTube clips and things. I get the YouTube clips and yep. that's about it. And so the interviews that I have, I only ever look up people that I'm like interested in yeah. or if something yeah, comes through right. on the feed it's like oh he did an interview with robert downey jr about you know making of the marvel movies oh well let's have a listen to that for 10 minutes and and you know what it was yeah. actually his interview style is actually really good as long as he's not too drunk or too high or you know <laughs> <laughs> as the day as the day goes on yeah. i'm sure that well, there I mean, are varying really degrees of excellence i'm sure i am an excellent <laughs> fighter pilot as long as i'm not too drunk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's the fine line, right? There's the fine line. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, okay. So let's let's kick it off with uh, the usual. What have we been up to in our musical and or guitar related lives this week? Not work related. Hint, Ben. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, Give me, give me, give me some sweet sugars, Casper. Uh man, my week has been a struggle, music and or guitar related. Yeah, yeah, I'm dumb. I did dumb things. I uh, we're working on our projects, and I am hastily progressing <laughs> without waiting. And uh, it was brought to my attention that you know the cure time on a finish is long, mm-hmm. and not a few days. Mm-hmm. So. Um, after an oil finish and a few days, I was like, oh, yeah, it looks great. It's nice and dry. And I <laughs> applied a layer of wax that then begin to mix with some oil and created oh. a very poopy. And <laughs> oh, no. So now I'm sanding oh. all the all the, the wax away and starting over. So It's okay. It looks okay. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't so bad that it's like, ooh, look at all that goo. But it, it, it's not good. It's not. It's not the like excellence that I I am striving for. You know what? So, so I'm breaking it down and doing it all over again. And this is why exactly why I think we're doing this yeah. is because I totally made the most noob mistake and and now I'm suffering the, the I, consequences of that. I have also made. There's been some mistakes in my build as well, and it has actually has me completely stalled at the moment. Mm. Um, and and I kind of I was talking to Trevor Woodland. That's who. That's who led me to you're an idiot Casper. <laughs> he didn't call me an idiot but i sure yeah. did <laughs> um, and uh well, during the conversation it just kind of hit me i was like because i was feeling a little bad i was like man we're supposed to be doing this great content this is this upcoming series we're going to record about these builds is 
supposed to be really pro and blah, blah, blah. And then it occurred to me, it was like, no, content is content. Yeah, and yeah. really what we're doing is we're sharing the build experience. And if my build experience is, I made a giant boo-boo. Yeah. Here's what I did wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Uh, it's, it's not about, I'm not a guitar custom shop here. Yep. It's not about nailing it. It's about a real human experience and just kind of overcoming these trials yep. and sharing that with our audience. And so my mistake was actually bred from a YouTube experience, you know, watching a finish and, and wax application on a YouTube channel that didn't really clearly lay out the wait time, the, like the hold time, the cure time, mm. that kind of stuff. So it was like, okay, a, a couple, three days, and then you go to the next step. Well, when it was like 21 days, but in one long video, and that... That threw you. That threw, and, it and didn't, there, it there didn't just stand some... out as... Yeah, so like, and I think part of it too is that I didn't use the same type of oil that this other yeah. person used. So the other person yeah. was using like a, a, a hard wax oil, whereas I was using tongue oil. And anyways, the whole the thing... brand was, makes a difference. That's oh, so true. It just, yep. everything got all... Anyways, oh, good. I made boo-boo. I'm in, I'm fixing... Uh, I did, however, then go <laughs> after running this this you know three hours of wax and polish and have it turn up like dirt. Uh, I went and bought a power polisher because yeah, to hell advantage. with that. I'm, I'm gonna take advantage. Yeah, of that you are. I'm a, it's a yeah. it's a communal polisher, dude. <laughs> damn it! I my hands after hours of, of and of course I'm just continuing to polish and scrub and polish and polish and polish because it's not coming up. Like, the mistake mm. was, like, oh, man, it's, like, cloudy and crappy. And I'm, like, dang, what did I do wrong? Get on the internet. Get a hold of Trevor. What did I do wrong? He's, like, well, how long did you cure it for? Uh, is he, what? What did I do? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, dude. So, anyways, I, I will not be hand polishing the next round because, uh, no. Yeah. No, that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna make a nice uh, nice polish. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you then, and since I've already kind of confessed a little bit during, but uh, yeah, I have also uh, I have a boo boo mm-hmm. in my build, and uh, I want to be real clear here. This is the kind of boo boo that a lot of people would blame the supplier for, and I'm not gonna do that mm-hmm. because I made the plan. Yeah, I'm responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to be extra clear on that, and I'm going to be extra clear on that in the build series too, because I really don't want this supplier to be held responsible for this, because he is not. Yeah. He's a great he guy. did what you asked. Yep, exactly what I asked. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure if he'd uh, caught it in his mind, he would have said something. Um, but I made the plan. Uh, I gave him the plan. He followed the plan, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a flaw in the plan. Yep, and that's not on him. That's on me. Yeah. So. Where my problem is, and this is such a classic thing. So I'm doing a Rick inspired body. I'm doing oh, cool. a Gibson style tunomatic, like a Schaller tunomatic roller bridge. And then I'm putting on a less trim tailpiece. Now, sweet. That's all really cool stuff. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but where I, where my great flaw is, is, uh, most parts caster builds and Gary at parts caster concierge, uh, his, their default mode is going to be fender style, fender style, bolt on, bolt on, no brake angle in the yep. neck. Mm. You know, you're getting your, you're getting your brake angle from fender style bridges mm-hmm. very low yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. through the body or that kind of thing. So here's, here's 
a couple of things I did. One, we did not put in the standard Rickenbacker tailpiece descended in in part of the, the body. groove in the body. Yep. Um, yeah. So I don't have the brake angle over the saddle there, but that's pretty small potatoes. That's really not going to affect much. Um, where I really, really goofed up is in deciding to do this two pneumatic style thing. And I made these decisions in steps. So that's, that's why I say it's my fault, not Gary's. Cause if I'd gone with this all off the hop, I'm sure Gary would have been like, well, I'm going to put a, a few degrees of, uh, neck angle in here because a two nomadic needs it. Cause he, he's done two nomadic builds before mm-hmm. he knows this. But he did a neck pocket while I was sitting there deciding what kind of bridge I wanted. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, I, I, this body is beautiful, and, and everything Gary did is absolutely flawless. And I was trying to take this build to an umpteenth level, blah, 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 to, be, to show off what an awesome guitar builder I can be. Um, <laughs> and I made the classic mistake. And when I talked to Dan Presencer from More Guitars about this, he, he was just like, is it the height? Is it the height? Is it the height? It's always the height. Is it the height? <laughs> and uh, it's the height because I have no angle to my neck. So I... Oh, so the bridge is like slammed against the body, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what's up. Yeah. 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 And as soon as as soon as soon I saw what I'd done, I was like, oh, well, you idiot. You know better. Mm. Um, so a two-nomatic style bridge, dear listeners, needs a minimum of three degrees probably four mm. of neck angle to operate properly. So when you uh, say build a Ricky style guitar with zero, yeah, <laughs> it don't work too well. So like question yeah. is, can you then um, like mill out? So there's, there's a few solutions. Yeah. Okay. So solution number one, um, Glue a shim onto the neck heel. Yeah. Easy peasy. Now, I want to do a, a set neck glue in style thing, so it doesn't really matter where I glue the shim. Uh, solution number two, this one was given to me by Dan Presenter. Um, route a neck angle into the pocket, pocket. now. That is way beyond my skill level. Right. Uh, I don't, you know, uh, I don't have a router anymore. Um, I'm, it's just, I would want to practice a bunch before I did it. I, I think I could do it, but I just, I don't want to just one and gun it, you know, on the body. I'm trying <laughs> I don't want to, in screw my it. opinion, that is the trickiest cut to make when you build a guitar, mm, mm. that, that pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crucial. You, you foul that up. It's pretty hard to recover from that <laughs> more or less to <laughs> right. start over. So what I'm going to do, uh, and Gary was kind enough to, uh, use his, uh, Stu Mac Primo membership. Um, so we've, I've got a bunch of uh, their one degree shims coming from Gary. Oh, mm-hmm. last, yeah. last time I tried ordering shims from Stu Mac, it took an untold amount of time. Oh, and, boy. A, and a crazy amount of money. Oh, yeah. Like, they wanted come $13 on. shipping for one neck shim. Come on, Stu Mac. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So Gary, Gary ordered a whole bunch, got them the next day. And sent them to me. So really the delay is just between the U.S. Postal Service and our Postal Service up here in Canada. So I'm waiting for those. Yes. And uh, because he was kind enough to send a bunch, I can put them in one degree at a time and find just the Find perfect, the right angle. Yeah. So I'm going to have a bunch of shims uh, glued up and then glued in between my, my neck and my heel. And that's, that's going to, you're going to see that. <laughs> you're going to, 
you're going to see that in the the heel joint because there's no hiding that they're they're maple neck shims mm-hmm. and i you know on a limbo body so uh, and i was at first a little bit like oh man but that's what this that's what this is that's what this build series is is sharing stuff like that and it's yeah. it's you know so that's fine it's still gonna be an awesome guitar mm-hmm. i've just learned an important lesson <laughs> yeah so you know measure measure twice cut once right uh check your geometry a thousand times and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the only. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just. It's. I've been there before, man. Oh yeah. But he's got to learn. You know. You can laugh at me, man. It's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) I laugh at all. No, no, no. I've been in your position too, and it hurts. You're like, when you figure out you've made that mistake, and you're like, oh no, like, what am I gonna do? And then you got to figure. I mean, you have to figure out what you're gonna do. You know. Yep. So. So when we do this build series and get this out to your listeners, I just, I'll say this again then, but I just want to reiterate now, not Gary's fault. No. Partscaster concierge did not do me wrong. I did me wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like I say, uh, I think planning your, planning your build, every part is crucial. Yeah. We're going like, to, the whole we, first episode on this series is going to be talking yeah. about that because. It is crucial, especially if you're if you're building to a specific custom type design, and you know, uh, you know, every, a lot of guys can just build a, a telly, you know, and use your telly as a as a as a template, and that's a, a very very simple guitar. Um, but when you start deviating, that's, that's where things get, yeah. you know, yeah. they just get more and more complex, and there's more and more to consider and think about. And you know, yeah. I, I still feel like there are things that I'm going to come up against that I didn't think of. Mm-hmm. Moving Probably, forward, and yeah. I'm and I'm not building something terribly elaborate. The no, terribly elaborate parts have been taken care yeah, of by someone you're else. Finished, you're almost at the Lego stage of things. About, but yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, what about you, Ben? This week, what should we do, oh, man? Uh, you know, I don't want to make you feel you guys feel bad about yourself, but I've been building guitars and it's been going great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I don't. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can get next trying... week's guest on early. We can just uh, shelve this guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. This is over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. did not go to the Academy Award-winning School of Thespians for this. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, other than trying to stay like uh, cool with this like crazy heat wave we've been going, we've been having, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just, I, I really, I do spend most of my time in my shop just building guitars, you know, it's, uh, that's what I, that's what I would be doing anyways, you know, even if it wasn't my quote unquote job, you know, uh, but it, it's, uh, it's really going good. Uh, I actually, I, I got a, a I was working on a custom build. Uh, for a guy, uh, his name's Chris Gar. He plays in a band called Sunburn. The Sun Burns Bright, and he uh, is in Vancouver, Washington. And he trekked down to Salem, and he picked up his uh, his custom uh, Cutlass Bond guitar, and uh, he was stoked on it. And you know, we hung out for a little bit, and he he played on it, you know, and uh, he was uh, he was a happy dude when it was all said and done. Um, and so. Yeah, I've been I've been really stoked on that. Um, but and that was that, uh, that like two tone sunburst one you just uh, finished up, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It had that, that real, like that top heavy, um, like kind of like Les Paul junior style sunburst, you know, it's it like kind of teardrops out at the bottom, you know? Yeah. 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 That was a, that's a really good looking guitar, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He was really, that was, uh, th- th- everything on that was, uh, was to his specifications. Um, and, uh, and he was, uh, he was really happy with the way it all turned out. I was too. Um, so it was a, it's a happy, happy, happy week. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard to go wrong with the satisfaction he's picked out. I mean, mm. you know, Satinac Mahogany with two P90s, mm-hmm. that's, that's obviously a time winning combo yeah. stuff. And then Schroeder bridge, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. That Schroeder bridge was just insane, man. I mean, they make, they make good, good, good stuff. Yeah. And it's, I mean, isn't it, it's odd, isn't it odd too? It's like, there seems to be as much, you, okay, let's say you're trying to go find a distortion pedal. You got like what, a bazillion choices, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're, tra- you're trying to find guitar hardware, you really, you've got like a handful of choices. It's like getting not a little a better, but people yeah, out It is I, getting a little I, better. I hear you're, you though, but in like really, really good, high quality, trustworthy equipment that you're going to, you, I feel like yeah. even even odd that I would feel confident putting an order out for. Mm-hmm. There's there are a limited amount. I wouldn't say there's like a, you know only a handful, but there are a limited amount of going. You know what? Yeah, Schroeder, like Babix. Yeah, we have these like these like yeah, I mean, high end things that I I'm I look sure at we, and I trust just by looking at the build quality, looking at the yeah you know the yeah. instruments that they've been on that the you know the players that that. And not endorse them, but the players that would, you know, that build a guitar or swap these parts out onto their guitars and stuff. I look at a lot of like, you know, guitar tech um, pages and profiles and stuff, and like that's the kind of stuff that that interests me. But yeah, you you're right. It's it is a limited amount. It's not like yeah, I'm sure it's not like thousands. We could it's like could come up with a couple dozen or something like that, maybe or maybe a little more. But but even that's that's a pretty small number when you think about any other aspect of this industry. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sure, and isn't it true that it's like it 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 all depends on what what type of hardware you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you know you got you got a good amount of you know tuning machines. Sure, there's like there's there's lots of options out there pickups. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, you know, but then it's like, when you get into like an intonation bridge and it's like, okay, like, you know, like, again, it's like, it's not, you're right. It's more than a handful. But it, again, when you're talking about that real high quality stuff, stuff like Schroeder, um, yeah, there's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not like a ton of options out there, you know? Well, and-, and then there's, there's also like a lot of people that are making like the same thing, you know? Oh, totally. Like everybody's, everybody, like Fender makes a tunomatic. Like everybody's mm-hmm. got something like that out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they all, there's no variation in the look. Nope. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's another cool thing about the Schroeder with that like boat tail kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. dude, yeah, that's, that is, that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's the kind of thing that when I see that, I'm like, cha-ching, like, give me that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I really like Schroeder hardware, and I've I, I really want to do another build, uh, <laughs> go the Schroeder route just because I, it's so good looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they're like, yeah, there, there's a few. The Schroeders out there. I think I think uh, Duesenberg. Um, the, the oh yeah, is ooh definitely very cool looking. Um, there's a couple of people that just 
you know, pop. I, I, I like what Callahan's doing, although I wouldn't say it's exciting visually. Mm. But the, right. the technology and engineering behind it is pretty interesting. That's true. And and there is something you look at, at the Callahan stuff and you're like, this, I just, just looking at like their website or something, you're like, I like it because it looks like when I pick this thing up, it's going to have that quality weight. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like a little bit, a little bit heavy you know, in my palm, you know, and that's, and I like that, you know, that's it. Definitely. It doesn't have to be, don't always have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to make a really nice wheel. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, recently we've had like companies like mastery step out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Ooh, even yeah. more recent than them, we've got descendants, descendants stepping out there. Oh, with yeah. The, mm-hmm. the yeah. Master type trims and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. And, and very, very recently, in fact, literally days ago, uh, Descendant released their very first bridge. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. So I did see that. I didn't see that. You can get Dang. a full Descendant um, bridge and trim. Bridge now. and trim. Yeah, cool. Yeah, really. And and their their bridge is a bit of a departure from like the trim visually. Like it's like what the heck is that? That's different. Um, yeah, the bridge um, actually kind of went the other way, and it it's like a it's a stealth unit <laughs> it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look very different which is fine oh um, I, yeah I, I like that you're looking at it i'm looking at yeah. it yeah looks nice very nice yeah that's gonna that's gonna go on the, the square eventually yeah i think so that's like super super slick and and yeah anyways <laughs> speaking of super slick all right let's get into it yeah bone guitars I did not want that, to give you a James Bondy nickname. I felt like that was just the fruit was hanging oh, too yeah. low there. It's too yeah. obvious, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it, man. I, I felt like that would have been letting everybody down. <laughs> Instead, oh, you just let me down. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's part of course, man. <laughs> I was, honestly, I was totally ready for it. You know, I was thinking it was going to be like shaken, not stirred. Benjamin Bond guitars or something. <laughs> no, that, that's actually not bad as Bond. If you, if you need a job. Oh, oh, that's cold, Jasper. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cold, which is good because it's bloody hot out right now. Oh, man. (laughs) My gosh. So it is going to be 45 degrees Celsius here. It is currently 38. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, So tomorrow or the day after, we're going to hit 45 degrees Celsius. That is hotter than most parts of Australia. Mm. That's hotter than about half of Africa. That's hotter than it's ever been here in my lifetime. It's never been, yeah, it's never been that hot here. Yeah. I don't know if Canada has ever been that hot. I think a Soyuz, the very, very southern tip of this desert that we live in. Yeah, inside hit, Canada. It's yeah. hit hotter. I don't know. But uh, it's insane. It is, it is really insane like seeing those numbers on the forecast actually freaked me out a little bit <laughs> yeah it's getting hot man it's, yeah. it's getting hot so you you might if you listen real carefully listeners you might be able to hear a fan occasionally blowing across our microphones uh, <laughs> we're not shutting that off yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can deal with the poor poor audio it's just the way it's got to be so bond guitars i'm man i you were like a sidetrack, like a rabbit on crank, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a visual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so let's okay. Let's let's go back to the beginnings, and uh, let's get the origin story behind the not Bond Bond. Um, how'd you get into this, dude? Man, okay. Well, uh, the origin stories of Bond guitars goes uh, directly back to my father, uh, Stephen Charles Bond. Right, and he started. That is he a was good name. Right? Isn't that? <laughs> Stephen Charles Bond. Right. You can't he, tell me he didn't write a book that's a literary classic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I think that the mojo must come from, like, it's like a family middle name. Like, my my middle name are is you, Charles. Are you, are you my single? My nephew's middle name is Charles. What's that? Are you single? No, I'm married. You're married? Okay. Well, yeah. you, you missed an opportunity to, like, lie your way. Into a lot of first dates. <laughs> <laughs> My dad well, Stephen Charles Bond, the author. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so yeah, my dad he started uh, he started building guitars and like we estimated with him, you know, uh, like probably like 1979 was when he like built his first guitar, um, and he was a he was a carpenter. He was a, like a woodworker extraordinaire, um, for, you know, basically his whole life. Uh, and he's, so he, he, he built a, uh, in, in West Salem, which is where we, where we live. He built this, uh, like 1200 square foot shop and he built it. I'm talking from like digging the hole for the foundation to like, wiring the the thing the all of the plumbing everything everything he built this huge shop and he was originally going to make like cabinets in there uh and he started fixing guitars um and that was actually that was his like bread and butter was was uh repair um and he was uh he was a, a martin uh warranty serviceman um and he and and he could do he could do magic, man. I mean, it was uh, he would he would bring people would bring him guitars that were in paper bags, you know, and uh, and he and he'd fix them, he'd bring them back to life. People would you know people would come back in and they'd be looking at him like he was like Gandalf or something, you know, because <laughs> like like what this can't be the same guitar, you know, like he was real, you know, he he really was the bee's knees and, uh, anybody that had, had work done by him, they they would attest to that. Um, so he, he is the, he's like the catalyst for bond guitars. Right. Um, I was, you know, just this snot nosed punk rock and roller. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really want to have anything to do with, with repair or anything for a really long time. Um, I was more into playing guitar, you know, I was more into just, you know, cranking it up, getting loud and just having a fun time making music. Um, and he was, you know, he was so like, he never, ever like pushed me to try and, and do any of that, you know, even as far as like playing guitar, you know, he was, he was like, like he was a great guitar player. And, uh, you know, for, it took me a while to even like get into playing guitar and, uh, he never, he was never like, you know, you need to, you need to get into guitar. Let me show you how to do this. You know, it was never like a forced thing. He let me come to it on my own. And I think that was a really big part of, uh, of, of growing like that, the passion for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, eventually it was like, 
you know, you, as a, as a young poor guitar player, right. What do you do? You look at nice guitars and you, man, never going to be able to afford that one. You know, I'm going to have to, you know, work a lot of hours at the Quiznos <laughs> to be able to afford that one. Right. Like no way. Oh, right? Quiznos. I love it. <laughs> I love, I love that their, their like whole restaurant and even their slogan would just basically boil down to we're subway, but we cook. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're, we're subway, but, but we heat it up. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> it was, it was like, right. I don't remember what their slogan was, but it was, ba- it was, it was selling the, like the baked sub yeah, thing. Yeah. It was like, well, oh yeah. Well, speaking of what Jack rabbits on crack or whatever, remember they had that little <laughs> sponge monkey thing that was like talking about the, the pepper bar that they had. That was terrifying, dude. <laughs> what just happened? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I have never even, I don't even know what that is. Oh man. See that. Okay. That must've been, maybe that must've been in a, like an American ad campaign or something uh, they had, you, can, you can look it up like, i think that you could probably find it because it I was you know what man uh, there's a lot of things awful. i'm willing to google but i'm not willing to google bunge monkey it, that, just, it, it, it just seems like it's going to get a lot of not that's gonna yeah results. you're gonna yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh man no anyway so uh, like that's where it really started was the uh was wanting to you know was looking at these these really cool guitars, and I was always like drawing guitars, you know, like uh, draw guitars like in notebooks and stuff, you know, and think like, you know, oh wow, wouldn't it be cool if you know had like this like you know Mustang body with like you know, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Ben. No, it's fine. Casper <laughs> Googled it, and what the hell is that thing? Did you guys Did you guys find it? I did. Yeah? Oh it, my gosh, it's <laughs> terrifying. See, that's why no that that's why I started working at Quiznos because I wanted to find that thing and kill it to save <laughs> that, the, you, you know? God bless you, sir. I wish you had succeeded. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> you can buy hot costumes. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's a oh, it's is, a thing, right? It's a it's a Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. The, the the cryptid uh, Quiznos mascot. Yeah, How do we, do, we do this on the show all the time. Yeah, we end we up in get, the weirdest places. Yeah, we. Get so That's why I, I love it, man. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like no one has talked about Chris O'Donnell this much since Batman Forever, <laughs> and yeah, or Batman and Robin. And yet we've done it. We've, oh. we've Dude, okay, I can't, I can't let you say Chris O'Donnell without saying uh, Three Musketeers. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. You see, forget that's a Batman. good one. That is forget, a good one. Forget Batman. Chris O'Donnell's claim to fame, Three Musketeers. Listen, any, oh, any I, movie I can, Tim I can, Curry is... I can full-on agree yeah, that that right? was actually a, a good studded. one. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm... I, I got to go watch it right now. See you guys yeah, later. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll reconvene <laughs> after the... <gasps> Podcast movie watching. <laughs> we'll watch Three Musketeers, and we'll just record a podcast of us like commentarying on the. We should do that. We should do yeah. that, but do the same movie with every guest. <laughs> that that is the most hellish Groundhog Day, right? No, cinematic. I say yeah. no. <laughs> I say nay, nay, sir. You know what? The last time I said no, didn't seem to matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Never mind. I'm gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> how do we? We're talking about old movies again. Yeah, I know. We, oh my gosh! I don't want to. That's do a good. That, that's a. That's a. Like, 
it's a well-traveled rabbit trail though you know yeah like, mm-hmm. it doesn't always go to old movies <laughs> yeah, that's true did you watch wicker man no oh you should i'm not gonna watch wicker man okay I'm not. Do- I said this last week on the air. I'm not watching that. <laughs> okay. I don't do horror. It's not a horror. <laughs> it's a hundred percent a horror. No, it's kind of like a. Th- it's like a mild thriller now. Mild. All right. He said it specifically. It was a horror. Yeah. Okay. There's like two. Isn't there was isn't the 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 Nicolas Cage one is a remake. <laughs> yeah, I we just about got unfriended too, actually. <laughs> yeah, you only you know they only remake the really scary ones, man. So watch out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, man. See, the boys looking out for me mm. after I interrupted him very rudely to talk about a horrible. What is that? It's called a what? The, I think it's called a sponge monkey. Sponge, sponge monkey. monkey. Sponge monkey. It looks yeah. like a sentient poop. It, it kind of it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have a place oh, in the mortal God. realm. I, it, dude, yeah, it needs dude, to be vanquished back from whence it came. Somewhere altogether. The where's the horror movie about the sponge monkey? There should be huh? somewhere out there in the world. There is a very very. <laughs> Drunk, just a- has been ad agency rep. No oh, man, who just like sits in his <laughs> dank apartment all day, just hammered. I-, I used to be the sponge monkey guy, <laughs> and I had the ear of Quiznos. Damn it! So oh, man, back to and the he's heat. gonna hear this podcast, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be like, "Oh my god." It's been sitting right in front of me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Back to the heat, though. Yeah, okay. Like you're you're going to be at home um, with m- moderately functioning air conditioning, having fever, delirium, nightmares <laughs> about the sponge monkey. Oh, I'm planting a seed. Thank you. Enjoy your evening. Do you know what kind of woods and mountains I live in? Exactly. It's horrifying. Could you imagine if the sponge monkey had like the legs and body of a black bear? No. (laughs) No. Oh man. You. You. Yeah. uh, You're gonna have to make a beep here, you horrible bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. First I, off, I feel really good right now. Oh, I hate you. Yeah, I know. Oh, I hate you. Oh. <laughs> Just for everybody, Al doesn't like Yogi Bear. No, I don't <laughs> mind bears. In fact, there is a bear that has been like taken up station on the bottom of our road because somebody dumped a bunch of garbage there. So now it, there's a bear that you know is about all about the garbage. Oh man, I don't yeah. mind that. I actually think that bear's kind of cute. My problem is, I watched the movie Annihilation, mm-hmm, <laughs> and that movie ruined me. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Because it has the most terrifying bear scene I've ever seen in anything ever. It makes the bear mauling from The Revenant look like a cuddle fest. Oh, wow. Man, I was going to say, have you seen The Revenant? Like, yeah, that's, that's No, that movie. is not a scary bear scene compared to the one in Annihilation. Yeah. Oh, my terrifying. word. And that is really terrifying because that's not like made up. Well, it's not like, you know, that's not like, a, you know, whatever, you know, the blob, you know, like the bear is real. Yeah. Bear can find, especially yeah. in Canada. Sorry, no, I know, man. man. I, there are, yeah. there's, there, I live, I live 40 minutes out of town in the woods on the mountain. There's bears everywhere. I see them all the time. Yeah. I watched the movie Annihilation and I was terrified getting out of my car at home every night for like months 
because mm. <laughs> it was just it ruined me. And unfortunately, because I'm an idiot and a glutton for punishment, I watched that scene again two weeks ago. <laughs> and Casper came in here with this sponge monkey bear combo thing, knowing that stupid annihilation bear is like it just horrifies my dreams. Mm-hmm. And so here we are on the podcast talking about that instead of guitars. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst guitar podcast. Yeah, ever. we are. So your your dad was building guitars. So at dad built yeah? guitars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. That, right. Okay. So back dad, on track. Dad yeah. built a workshop. So dad built a workshop. Uh, dad was building guitars. He was building like mainly acoustic guitars. That was like his his big thing was was acoustic guitars. And uh, again, like I mean, if if you guys would have known him, like and seeing it, you know, could see his work. It's like, that's obviously where this, this guy would have gone, you know, just like the really, really intricate woodworking, like the really artful, really masterful stuff, you know? So he was building acoustic guitars. And like I said before, you know, I, I was just, you know, I was dead off into, you know, rock and roll and just like playing electric guitar and just going for it. And like lusting over these like really really sweet guitars that were start that were like starting to come out too you know this is like um, this is like the early two thousands probably that that this would have you know this would have been happening when I was like you know a teenager in you know high school playing guitar and so there was like there was stuff that was starting to pop out it's not like it is today but it was like people were starting to think outside of the box and uh, you know I. I finally was like, you know, I, I think it was the, it was when I got, when I saw like Dennis Fano's work, mm-hmm. when, what he was doing with the Altifacto stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I can tell you the model, dude, the PX6, man. I saw that guitar and I was like, oh no, like, oh, like forget about it, man. This is like the ultimate, you know, this is so cool, you know? And I thought it, it kind of just like all of a sudden dawned on me. It was like, what? don't you just build one mm-hmm. not like you don't have the greatest teacher in the whole world but it's like totally going to be willing to teach you how to do this let's go for it so i thought okay well cool like i'm just you know and i talked to you know i talked to dad about it and he was like yeah he was really chill about it you know I was like, yeah sure man let's build a guitar you know again was not like you know overbearing on it wasn't like yeah let's do it right now let's go get it da, 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 you know he was just like just let it kind of happen as it was happening, you know, and that guitar, we started building that guitar. And I would say that guitar took me like a long time to build. Like I want to say probably close to two years. Cause I wasn't working on it full time. You know, it was mm. like this spotty, you know, just going back and forth with it, you know, and learning how to do the entire process. Cause that was this thing. Uh, and man, like so thankful for it. He was like, we'll build this guitar but I'm not going to build it for you. You're going to build it. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you know, and I did, I, you know, he showed me and taught me how to do all of the steps in it. And, uh, you know, he was there, he wasn't, he wasn't going to let me, you know, screw it up to the point where it was like, we were going to have to trash it or anything. You know, he was, you know, he was definitely, you know, watching out for me, make sure that, you know, wasn't going to make any terribly huge mistakes. Um, and when it was all said and done, man, it was, it was ripping. It was super cool. And it was like, wow, 
you know, I've got this, you know, I've got this really rad guitar now. And it was kind of like the same thing where it was like you, you know, you, you, you know, you, you finally you get to a certain point with like playing guitar and you're like, I've been bitten. And it's like, and he used to say this about playing guitar. He would say once, uh, once bitten, never cured, you know, like you get, you get to a certain point with something, whether it's playing guitar or building guitars. And it's like, you're not going to be able to stop now, you know? And that's exactly what happened to me with that, with that first build. I built that and it was like, okay, now I want to build another one, you know? And, and that's where, that's where it all, that's where it all started was, (laughs) yeah. And another and another and another. And, and it was like, you know, wow. Okay. Now let's, you know, let's try building three this time, you know, three all at once, you know? Um, when did you start selling them to like for like for customers or taking orders at, at a certain point, there had to be like a crossover that was not just for fun yeah. anymore. Right. There was, there was, I, uh, I, so I built, I built that, I built that first guitar and that was the, you know, that was a guitar like for me. Right. And I went and I actually, I ended up modifying that guitar quite a bit, almost like entirely like rebuilding it, you know? Um, and then like right after that, because, you know, I was out playing it and, uh, and, you know, I'd make social media posts about it and all of that, you know, uh, players in the community, you know, they, they were looking at it too and going, Whoa, that's sweet. I want a guitar, you know? And I thought, well, you know, I, uh, again, it wasn't like this whole thing of like to, you know, back then to think of myself as like a, a real guitar builder was like, no, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just building this guitar. I'm, I'm a guitar player. I'm not a guitar builder, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was like, well, okay. If you know, I, I, let's, let's, let's think about this. You know, I can like, can actually like make a little bit of money, you know, doing this on the side and, and like, that could be kind of cool, you know? So it kind of started to ease into it that way. You know, it was, uh, uh, and that was like the, uh, the first run of guitars that I did. Um, I I can't even remember what year that was, but those, there was a, there was a run of, of three guitars that I did that were like, I was like, I'm going to sell these, like, these are going to be for sale, you know? And so I finished those up again. It took way longer than it should have. I was still very much so, you know, learning, you know? Um, and I didn't even have like, like, like serious, like customers, like lined up, like, uh, you know, I was I'm, I'm nobody. I'm just building guitars, you know, and just trying to experiment with this whole thing, you know? And so I built the guitars just kind of like to my own specifications and was like, somebody's going to latch onto these, you know, it'll happen. And, uh, and sure enough, uh, you know, one of my friends, um, Ben Thede, he's a musician around here in, in, uh, in Salem. Um, he pulled the trigger on, on one of my very first guitars that I had for sale. Um, and it was like a, an early iteration of what would later become the rapier model that I have now. And, uh, and he was, he, he was totally gracious enough to just like spring for it. You know, he was like, he saw some pictures of it and was like, dude, like, I want this thing. And I was like, really? And he, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? And so he came over and tried it out and everything and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. And he bought it from me. And it was like, that's, I would say that's, that was the, that was the point where I was like, okay, I can do this actually, you know? Uh, 
And then, uh, and so then it was just like, I continued to, to build and build and build and build, you know, and it was always, I always had like a, you know, I had a job, I was playing music. Um, and it was always kind of like this like side hustle thing that I was just sort of like doing just as art, you know, um, uh, you know, it was just, it wasn't really taking it like super seriously at that point, you know? And then, uh, and then COVID hit and like everything got shut down and it was like, there was a point in time where I was off work for like, you know, almost like a month. And, uh, I think it might've been longer than that. It might've been like two months or something like that. And, uh, I just was going out to the shop every day cause I had nowhere else to go, you know? Um, and it really started clicking to where it was like, dude, I, I'm getting a process down now. <clears throat> I'm getting good ideas. I'm, I'm, I'm pumping up things on social media. People are starting to take me uh, seriously, you know? Um, maybe I should take the plunge on this and just like really lean into this. And I did it. I, and, uh, and it's, uh, kind of worked out. I mean, I'm okay. I, I will say this. I'm really happy with, you know, with, with the way it's going just as far as just like the, the guitars themselves, like, um, you know, uh, Ben Thede, he, he actually, he, he, right after he bought that first guitar, he turned around and commissioned, actually did like a custom build with me, like directly afterwards. And that actually ended up being like, uh, the, the, what would be like, sort of like the catalyst for the Sabre model. Uh, he's like a big jazz master guy, big offset guitar guy. And so he was like, I, w- I want to make something that's like, you know, he was like, I want something that's going to be like very, very jazz master esque, you know? And he was like, I want to see what, like what your take would be on that, you know? So we worked together on that. And, uh, and, and that was, and that was really, that was really cool. That was like the first like custom, like proper custom guitar that I built for someone, you know? So there's just like these sort of like hurdles that I was, that I was jumping over that were sort of like, you know, little, uh, little confidence hurdles, you know, cause, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that comes with, with building guitars and there's even more that comes with building custom guitars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, because you're, you're building it for somebody and it's really, really important that you get it just right. And so, you know, I, that was really, that was a really good experience. Um, just being able to like, you know, get in down into like the nitty gritty of like, okay, what do you want out of this? Like, what do you like? What is it like? Get, you know, it's almost like get like, you know, it doesn't have to be like tangible. Tell me about the vibes that you're getting from this. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but guitar players, they speak that language, you know, they understand that. And, uh, you know, that's where I, that's kind of where, where it all started. And that's where it's, which definitely that's sort of been my style and my approach as far as like custom builds go, you know, or it's like, I want to have like a, like a full on, like, and, and like, big long in-depth conversation that's like continuing throughout the build with with the customer you know um talking about you know the you know talking about the the different options and everything before we even get started you know because like you guys were saying before like and you're uh with you with you guys as part casters that you're building uh you got to have a you know you got to have a real 
plan before you dive in. And you got to have all of those, uh, those variables. They've all got to be worked out before you, uh, before you start making sawdust, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, there's, I have these, these lengthy conversations with people, you know, before I even give them, before I even give them a quote, you know? Um, but you know, that's, that's sort of, yeah, that's getting away from my origins. Listen, we've, we've talked about the sponge monkey and Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't, you don't have to apologize for talking about bond guitars. But not specifically yeah. the origin story. Yeah. We're gonna, it's going to be fine. So, sorry, uh, we get so far away from old movies. Uh, yeah. Now that Don't you let do it need to again. apologize for. Yeah. Here's a crap about your work. Let's talk about the first movie made by the critically no. acclaimed filmmaker, Joel Shoemaker. No. Um, uh, so your, your, your second guitar with, with Ben there, I think is... Uh, is I think that was your tipping point, if I may be so bold, as a guy. Is that the is that the racing stripe one with the mastery bridge? Yes, sir. Um, yeah. I, I as a as a person who's been of your a fan of yours and never touched one of your guitars for months mm-hmm. now, um, I think I can boldly say that I know your product line and your story well enough. To- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it just seemed like that was uh, that was a that was a because I I have looked through your Instagram front to back. Um, yeah. And uh, that guitar, once that thing came out, that seemed like it really, that was the DNA of Bond yeah. uh, right there. And then yeah. your other builds uh, going forward past that point have all carried a little bit of that in them. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, there's this pair of guitars. Uh, you posted them August 4th last year. Uh-huh. Um, black with uh, natural racing stripes in the muscle oh, yeah. kind of style. Yeah. And yep, then you've yep. got the uh, the other one that's got a light burst with a Bigsby on it. Yeah, and, uh, you know these were the two that that really these were the two that I saw, um, and I, I wish I could remember who, what whose Instagram it was. I saw them on it wasn't yours, but they tagged you, and <laughs> that led me to you. Yeah. And, Good. Uh, yeah. These were the two guitars that uh, that grabbed my attention and and brought yeah. me into your uh, your sphere of influence. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, lifetime. Fan I would definitely, homeless, yeah, I would definitely agree with you, man. I think that 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 uh, that first that that first the the first custom build that um, that guitar that was that the racing stripe one with the mastery. That's not actually like a a, a saber per se. That's it is what would later become that model for me. Um, but that was like, that, that was definitely, there, there was a tipping point there for sure that I was, that was the first guitar that I was like, okay, let's take this really, really seriously. You were building this for somebody like, uh, you know, pull out all the stops, man. Like, let's like, let's really like do as, do this as best you can, you know, like really like try and like blow the roof off with this guitar, you know? And, um, uh, I would definitely, I would agree with that. That that was the, that was the, that was the first one where I was like, after it was all said and done too, I, I played it and he played it and, you know, and other people saw it and I think other people played it. And, and it was just like a really big uh, wave of like encouragement and, um, and people started taking me a little bit more seriously. I think I also started taking myself a little bit more seriously at that point too. Um, 
<clears throat> there was a lot of fulfillment artistically too, I should say in that, like that's a, that was a really huge point um, in, in guitar building where it was like, man, I, I can, like, I can actually express myself through this, you know, um, just like, you know, almost in the same way that I'm, you know, I was expressing myself with music and guitar playing. It was like this sort of like transition that happened where it was like, I, all of a sudden I understood how to do that, you know? Um, mm. So I would say that that's, you, you've nailed it on the head there, man. Yay! I did it. You did a thing. <laughs> you're, you're so smirt, Al. I got the brains. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I... A lot of our interviews are just Casper and I fawning over our guests because mm. usually we... I mean, I, I was about to say usually, but I don't... We've, ne we've never had anybody on who wasn't... It was... We don't have people on we're not fans of. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not That's like it. there's never been a week of the show where we've been like, oh, I don't want to talk, yeah. oh, I don't want to talk this again. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. You know, so uh, uh, by default, our, our interviews often end up being like, you're so great. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're so Swoon. awesome. Swoon. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would be totally honest. I feel like an absolute like rock star sitting here. I feel like I'm like David Bowie sitting on my couch sweating my balls. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that's the goal. That's how we want our guests to feel. Yeah. Um, I mean, minus the sweating. That's minus yeah, the sweating. Right. I mean, you can sweat a little bit, but only yeah. when you see Casper's pictures. <laughs> You're a thirst trap, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Man. <laughs> <sighs> oh, see, I man. compliment you, and you're still upset at me. <laughs> we are supposed to talk like this in private, Al. <laughs> uh, you're welcome anywho um i i i'm i'm in love with what you're doing man i, re I really truly am I thank you love thank you the so mix of retro influences mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah delivered in a modern way i can yeah. see when i look at your guitars i can see a few places you're pulling some style cues from Good, um, yes. But yeah. you're not fact you're photocopying things. Those are the two right. Casper just found the two I was talking about. I've been pouring over your Instagram <laughs> for the last ten minutes while you're talking about it. Going, I want to see them. I want to see the guitars you're talking about. Ah, yeah. I'm blind as a bat. The one uh, that one with the Bigsby is still uh, for sale, by the way. Oh Al? yes. It is, is it made of walnut? It's not made of walnut. You could get no. one made of walnut. That's you might yeah, want to branch it. out past walnut someday, buddy. <laughs> That's a joke. I have hey, man, I have guitars that are not walnut. Good, we got beautiful black walnut down here in Oregon, man. Lots of it too. So don't yeah. tell him that he's going to illegally immigrate. <laughs> Oregon's not that far. I know where there's gaps in the border. <laughs> you can get down here, man. Yeah, I got I got like a shed you can live in for a little bit. You know? Oh, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> See, and I you didn't. Can live I didn't even have to. Heat you had to proposition yeah. Walsh guitars, and I don't. I didn't have to. I've been invited. Well, See that? I wanted more from Walsh than just to to be his buddy, I, dude. I, I get to live about. in his shed. I'm so excited, I Ben. I feel like this is the beginning of something special. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna let. You're going to love the idea, and then when it happens, you're going to hate it. I feel like the host going, of the worst. I'm going back to Canada. Ever. <laughs> and it's just gone horribly wrong. I don't think so. I feel, yeah, I feel like the host of a dating show where, like, the entire time I'm like, please don't get together. 
Please don't. Oh, they're doing it. Oh, no. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I imagine it must be like to host The Bachelor or something. Just like, oh, gosh. The guitar idea. matchmaker. Oh, man, that's a great idea. You hook the up. Like, idea. <laughs> you hook up great, like, great what players. What makes you think you're builders? worthy of this guitar? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. A little bit of a niche so, audience, I think. Right. Right. Uh-oh. There's so what is there, that? It, There's something there. We can't afford to have you thinking that deeply, buddy. It's forest fire season. <laughs> it's, too, it's too hot. going to overheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's forest fire season. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I thought that was a good it one. It was a good one. It was good. Uh, Doesn't make it sting any yeah, less. Well, that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I got to, like, I want to talk about your, your a few of the details here, man. If, if I may sure. poke your brain. So you've Absolutely. Already, it's called pick your brain. That's the one. Yeah. I, listen, man, after the sponge monkey thing, I don't know what's what anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just, all they have is a flash he's of traumatized, man. eating he's, his own he's brains. <laughs> I'm operating under severe PTSD. Just, <laughs> just, just uh, let me have a little slack. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that, details. That might have been an inappropriate joke. Details. Um, details, yeah. So your neck heel, how did you come up with that? Because that is the most unusual neck not uh neck heel sorry volute um oh yeah the volute huh i've never yeah. seen a volute like that yeah right yeah that's uh okay so i mean that that has got that does have a little bit of a, a little something behind it you know i figure um, <laughs> yeah so i mean like traditionally right if you look at like a les paul or something like that um or, or like on a, like on a fender you know um there's like a the, the way that 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 headstock, the way they achieved like the, the brake angle over the over the nut, right? If you're talking about a Gibson, it's it's like you you've got the brake angle that's in the headstock with like the scarf joint, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do that, when you're like when you're like cutting and you glue up the blank, right? And then you're and then you're like profiling the neck eventually, right? You get to a certain point where there's a whole bunch of material in that area. That you have to take off, and generally, I think you know, there's a lot of people that will do something a little bit fancy, like you'll do like a, a really like subtle volute, like you see on like like an old Martin or something. You got those like that really like totally like tight, sexy little like diamond spearhead thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that inspired me right there, like to seeing that. And there's other people that that will do different things. Um, I, you know, there was so much material back there, you know, and there was like, it was like, I want to kind of like sculpt something out of this, right? I want to like do something crazy with this. I don't want it to just like end in like a really like, you know, a a really traditional style. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to take the opportunity to kind of step outside of the box a little bit um, on that. And so I, I came up with, you know, I was like, let me just like, let me just like trip around and I'm just going to like carve something out of this. And if it sucks, I'm going to always just like carve it off and go like more of a traditional route. Right. And so I did that and I, and uh, I went for like this, like big kind of like, especially like on the earlier guitars, it was like this really big kind of like knuckle thing at the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? And it was like, well, this is kind of, this is kind of cool. And like, um, it got coined as the as the the tone knuckle 
you know, <laughs> it's a little bit goofy. It's not a, it's a, it's a volute. Yeah. But like, you know, when you're talking about a, a bond guitar, we can call it, call it the tone knuckle. <gasps> you, know? you made a real knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, it's a knucklehead. There you go. That's even better. Right. I love it. No. Uh, so anybody who's, uh, you know, ever had a Les Paul, it's had a you know, break. The headstock breaks right there at the at the scarf joint, you know. Hey, 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 you know. Do you have a Gibson with a broken headstock? I do have a Gibson with a formerly <laughs> broken headstock. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, that's because like, they don't even do a scarf joint. They just they just put that yep headstock angle on there. And that's uh, true. A lot of them are just like cut out, and that's even that's even it's even like uh, like more like structurally not vulnerable. Epiphone does a scarf joint. Gibson doesn't. I mean, yeah. Which is, the, the, the scarf joint, at least you've got like you don't. It, it's not like the short grain, you know. Um, when it's got, when it's cut out of one piece of wood, it can be can be really vulnerable right there, you know. And like if it gets whacked just right, it's gonna break. It totally oh, yeah. will. Yeah. And there's you know you step into any pawn shop and you know look at the less falls and you'll see it, you know. And so that was kind of like that was sort of. Uh, I'm not gonna say that that was like a real like thought out like. Oh, like that's the reason to do that. No, like I was just like tripping around and like sculpting some wood with some like chisels and just having a good time, right? Um, that's like the real reason behind it. But that's actually like, I mean, the 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 you know, you've got a little bit of like extra strength there. It's definitely like that's an advantage for sure, you know. Okay, yeah, I was just curious because like it's uh it's it reminds me of like seeing somebody work with clay. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. almost looks like you like you sculpted the the clay into this beautiful neck shape, and you took yeah. the extra clay that you pushed off and kind of made this like, as you call it, the knuckle in the back of the yeah the headstock there, and kind of smoothed it out and shaped it a little bit, but didn't take the extra material off deliberately. For sure, yeah, and, uh, like artistically yeah. left it. Yeah, and it's, it was really like interesting. Yeah, because because like you said, Martin does that real sharp point. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of guitar makers do kind of a U-shaped thing mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Even like if the um, the neck that we had made for even my bass has got a fairly substantial volume, yeah. you know, because I did went with like an 11-degree, mm-hmm. um, like a Gibson or early Gibson break angle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gibson Custom Shop did that, uh, well, it was <laughs> they charged you like a whole bunch of money extra and then basically put a taint on the back of your headstock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a beep word. Uh, it's not a it's played on community on NBC. It's not a uh. <laughs> It's a slang term for sure. Yeah. But it, it, they called it the Apex uh, headstock. Mm. And it was just like the most obnoxious thing ever. And then they charged you a bunch of money for the privilege of correcting their <laughs> Lutheran mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's kind of a, that's a, that's a, a bummer, you know, but uh, you know, I, I did that. Okay. So then there's also like, there's, because uh, you see them on the ones that are like more of like you, the like the, yeah you've changed you you don't always stick to that design too you've got headstocks that you posted more recently. it's all over the board have a volute, yeah 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 it's all over it's all over the board like there I there were always because because of the neck construction on like um and I don't even know because I know like there's like the the, like the break angle that you have on like a off the nut of like a like a Gibson style guitar, you know, you got the angled headstock, you can call that like a scarf joint. But then there's like I always call it like on the Fender style, you know, I call it like a step down because it's like you you, yeah. you just basically it's just it just steps right off and it's all like one straight line, you know. There is no like 
there's no break in it. Right. But there's still like, there's still that opportunity to have, um, now it's on the front, you know, like by, like by where like the, where like your truss rod accesses, at least on my guitars. Right. Um, there's, there's still an opportunity to put that little, a little flare of like creativity, you know? And so uh, on all the guitars, there is uh, up, up on the headstock, there is, it's either on the front or on the back, but there's always the tone knuckle. Like you always have that on a Bond guitar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, um, God bless the name Tone Knuckle. Mm, I love <laughs> it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Uh, well, okay, so in typical fashion, we are flying, running out of time real fast here because we're having to go. Oh yeah, we're sidetracked like I crazy. Have, I have more questions. Uh, yeah, I do too. I'm not okay. ending it. Yeah. Okay, good. It's like don't don't stop out. No, please, no, please, no. we're gonna end it soon, but. But uh, I don't. I don't want to stop here. But um, I want to just move us along here, because um, uh, well. Yeah, I, let's get into I, it. I, I got all the time in the world. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the secret. Uh, we just have to have you back on again. Mm. Yeah, sure. You know, it's been too fun, and so round two is a given. Um, <laughs> dude, you've created some epic finishes, though. Mm-hmm. Like you've you've got some classic style ones, like this the the one you just. Uh, just uh had picked up with the two tones mm-hmm. the teardrop burst and stuff yeah um and you know but then you've got the the racing stripes and either natural or you've got a natural finish with racing stripes only and that's super rad as well and then yeah. you've, it looks like you haven't done this for a while but you've done these beautiful and incredibly subtle bursts uh, of white into like a light blue or a light. Uh, blue. Yeah, you're talking about the cloud burst, oh, man. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> Just giving me all the tickles in the good places. Good. Oh, that's that's good. good. And I'm glad. <laughs> that's a horrible sentence. I should probably never I'm, say it. I'm going to leave. Yeah. I, <laughs> I said that sentence and made watch lists all across the country. Hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's. That's a cool, that's a, that's a really, that's a wild finish. Um, that is, uh, I, I came by that totally by accident, honestly. Well, it's dude, God bless it. Cause it's, it's like, <laughs> right? yeah. it's like Antigua, but grown up. Kind of right. Is it, doesn't it kind of remind you of the Antigua, like that kind or like, um, like maybe even like a little bit of like the old school, like Dan Electro mm-hmm. co- like color burst, you know, yes. when they would do, mm. when they do like an opaque color and then like, burst it with like black just around there so it's like an electro was so ahead of their time on cool finish. totally so and like, absolutely like what an underrated you know guitar. well maybe not i mean jimmy page plays a dan electro you know uh, so. I, I, they they they've they've definitely got their place in history but they definitely, yeah they, they when people talk about dan electro they should talk about them with the reverence of a 59 less paul in my opinion That's- mm. I, I I tend to agree with you there, man. Because or, or at least like like a you know like a '50s Stratocaster or something, you know. Yeah. Like, because he was, man. I mean, he, I mean, really, they were doing the same type of thing where it was like, let's just make a guitar that is like really accessible to people, like really easy to work on, and, and like they, totally they like customized. So many you know? unique things, like their amps yeah, were definitely. unique. The, yes. For for God's sake, they gave us baritones. Yeah, right. Look out. And totally. first six-string bass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, We're talking about you, Dan Electric. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. No, I, I, I totally agree with you, man. The Dan Electros are just like, they're way 
way cool and like a constant source of uh inspiration for me too we look at like uh like the you know looking like the hornet um body style you know i think that's what it's called isn't it they're, they're the dan electro offset uh, uh yeah i mean they've had a lot of <laughs> yeah right yeah um but no yeah totally man dan electro but yeah that 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 cloudburst, I call that that uh, that finish the, the the cloudburst, right? And here's how here's how it goes, right? I'm totally, I've got no problem telling you guys how I do that, right? Because um, I, I haven't seen it around that much either. I'm sure people have experimented with it, but that that totally happened by accident. I was doing a I was doing a, a kind of like trying to do a color burst type like opaque finish on a guitar. Um, actually in that first like official run, that run of three, I think the first guitar that I, I made with that was, uh, if you, you have to go way back in my Instagram, but it's like, there's a, there's a Zyphos model with a, with a red pit guard that has yeah, that, that, one. that has that, that was the very, very first one to get that, that cloudburst finish. Basically what was going on was like, I was trying to do a, uh, kind of like a, a two-tone burst, right? Or, uh, sorry, uh, like an opaque color burst. So I painted the guitar all of this, like, kind of like creamy off-white, right? And then went, and I was like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try doing this with, like, a, like with some, like, red in there, too. So it's going to be, like, three colors, right? I'm going to do, like, black, red, and then into the white, and we'll see how, how it looks. And it looked terrible. It was like, oh, <laughs> I got, I got through with the, you know, the burst, like the pattern was okay. You know, I was like, yeah, like the pattern looks good, but like, dude, these colors on this, on this white and trying to get like the three of them to like mesh together was just like too, too far, too far. (laughs) And, uh, and so I was like, well, okay, no problem. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to, you know, I'll mix up some really, really opaque white of like the same color that I'm going for. Just paint the guitar white, you know? So I start shooting it. And like all of a sudden it's like ba-boom, cloudburst. So basically what happened was like, you know, you've got this like kind of like this like three tone burst pattern going on. And then you just like spray it like lightly, give it like this like light, like kind of like coat of that opaque white. And it turns all of like the blacks to blue and it turns the red to like pink. And it looks like, you know, like an LA skyline or something, you know, it's just like, what? And I was just like, I was, I mean, again, like this happened, this all happened like completely by accident. And, uh, yeah, my, and my, my dad was still alive then when I was doing that, you know, and he saw it and he goes, stop right there. Like, ah, you got it. That's it. <laughs> Smart man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dad sounds like he was. He was the man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, man. And, and then I went and 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 uh, I did that again um, on another guitar and sort of like really kind of like went after it and got even more character out of it and everything and uh, and definitely become one of those things that. Uh, kind of like a signature sort of thing, you know, a special thing you can find on Bond guitars, you know? Love it, dude. Yeah. Not, not anymore. Now that I've dispelled how to do it, I can see them on everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you've really done <laughs> is there's going to be a, about 20 people out there yep. who yeah. screw up guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And never do it again. Yep. And maybe <laughs> one of them tries it again and figures it out. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Stop. Oh, I, 
I have a question. Okay. You're yeah, doing this thing. I'm doing you're, the thing. You're, you're yeah, railroading well, us off the, know, off the well, air. We're getting into that time zone. Well, it's fine. Um, I want to ask, and it's probably a short answer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but I, I want to ask about uh, what made you choose um, like melee weapons as your name scheme for all your models? For sure, man. No, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so I would say coming up for names for your guitar models is like probably harder than naming your band or maybe even naming your child you know <laughs> like it's like there's like you you know you go back and forth and back and forth does that sound cool does that sound dumb right um and so i was going you know i had a bunch of like working titles like when i first started i wasn't really that into you know and just like really had like no like direction on it and uh i went out uh, oh, tall boy there was a there was what's called the, the long body long body yeah. that was it yeah and i was like oh, looking back on that i was like that is dumb i'm so so sorry to to ben, to ben Thede that that's written inside of your guitar man <laughs> 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 yeah it was just like that's, that is not good you know um okay so i was like i actually got to go to uh to greece a few years back right we went to this really really awesome museum in athens it's called the the Athens War Museum, I think, right? And they've got swords, man, from like ancient times and all of this stuff there. And I was tripping so hard on that because, okay, oh, I guess I should say this too. I'm a, I'm a classically trained fencer, okay? So, um, cool. I know, like, yeah, I've studied classical fencing for like 13 years what? Uh, when I was younger. <laughs> what a common hobby. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's so, rad, though. I've got this thing kind of like you know like in my in my blood a little bit you know and then when we went to athens and just seeing like all of these swords and i was just like trip and i was just like wow man this is so incredible it just it really like it was in that place and in that time it like dawned on me it was like why aren't you naming your guitars after swords <laughs> duh okay duh, yeah, it's just that easy yeah. God, why did you come up with that earlier <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, call, yeah, you call yourself that's... a swordsman, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's cool, man. So that's how it happened. So. Well, all right. There now you go. I'm that's, ending I, it. Now I feel this better. Is... <laughs> I have been allowed to ask a question. I feel yeah. better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You you just had to word it that way. That's <laughs> word it what way, Al? Uh, nothing. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, I'm so stoked we got to have you on, man. I've I've wanted to do this since the very moment I, I found your Instagram, and uh, uh, I'm very pleased you were into it. So, thank oh you. yeah, definitely, man. I, and I, I would love to come back. I gotta no, nope, gotta allowed. <laughs> uh, one done. <laughs> I screwed it up with the sponge monkey thing, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I never want to. I never want to talk. Pete to visitor again. for people who don't give the host PTSD. <laughs> No, no. I, I, listen, I got, I've got, uh, like I said, I got, I got. There's, there's two guitars from the last run that I did that are still for sale. Uh, I've got a run of, I'm working on a run of seven guitars right now. Um, I'm going to be debuting another model called the Falchion mm. um, coming up here in this run, and you can see, you can see like teasers of that on my it's pronounced Falchion. Falchion. So Sorry, that was a there's, great interruption, Al. Good yeah, choice. Good, good one. Good one. No, there's lots of stuff coming up, man, and I, I would love to come back on and talk to you guys more. You know. Yeah, man. We'll we'll definitely have you back on, of course, dude. Come on. 
I mean, you've bribed us with one guitar. We got to get Casper a guitar too. So you got to come. Yeah, right. There you go. (laughs) I mean, I could, I could beat you in a fight. I'm squirrely. A sword fight. I don't fight. Yes. Here we go. I fight dirty. I yeah. I I, I'm the North Korea. You're the fish hooking, eye gouging, hair pulling. There's no honor in my fighting. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the kind of fighting where like people have one tear rolling down their cheek and they're like, stop, stop it, no, yeah, yeah. I can't unsee that. They they can't get yeah. behind you anymore because no. it's just vicious. No one cheers and... when I win. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just like, you should be ashamed. <laughs> there are war criminals more honorable than you. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. What a- no, no, nobody ever tries to fight me. You want to know why? Mm. I got, a, I've got a trained uh, attack sponge monkey. Ah! <laughs> right, <No>. horrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna find a plushy sponge monkey and I'm going to give it to you. Oh lord, <laughs> I gotta oh. find it. <laughs> I'll never have trouble pooping again. I will actually. <laughs> if anybody out there knows where to find one. I DM me and I will I will shoot you my address. Dude, I'll pay for it. The, that is exactly the kind of thing our audience would actually do. I know. This <laughs> isn't. I'm actually saying it honestly, and like I'm talking to guys that I know would go this extra mile for you, like John <laughs> at Rare Buzzer. John, I'm calling you out. This <laughs> oh is something you, you need to find me. So a I'm gonna come quiz in. Gonna a sponge monkey. A Quiznos sponge monkey. And it's gonna at me. sit right here, and he's gonna be like me. I, Wherever I go in the room, his eyes will follow. <laughs> He's got those crazy eyes, man. Look out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. When it smells like fear poop in here, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I'll get yeah. Yeah, that, That's I, what's probably going to happen. Yeah, pre-warned you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this, this, show, this show does not bring out the goods in me. <laughs> just descending into madness over 80 something episodes it's just what it is. <laughs> my story arc is like it's the story arc of brad pitt and 12 monkeys that's what i am on this show <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there that guy go. seems cool and then by the end of the movie you're like oh lord no <laughs> uh, that's me i don't think i've ever yeah. seen the 12 monkeys it's uh i remember it being good it's been a long time since i've mm. watched it Mm. Oh, it's, that's an a, old that's movie a podcast. What are we doing? This is the wrong show for us. I don't think so. I think we're doing good things. Yeah. <laughs> fun, uh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Benji. Um, <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I felt wrong as soon as it was out of my stupid mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, where do people best find you? Okay, best way to find me is probably like on Instagram. Um, I also have a I also have a website. It's uh, it's really easy. Bondguitars.org. Um, and you can actually you can hook up into like my Instagram. I got I got a Facebook too, but uh. and then then there's a YouTube channel also that's on there um, that will soon be populated with like more demos. I've got I've got like uh, three demos up right now that I, I made myself taught myself how to video edit a little bit um they're simple but they're cool um nice and so yeah if you if you get on the bongguitars.org like that's a great way to go also the instagram people want to contact me 
through Instagram, that's good. If people want to contact me through email, that's bondelectricguitars at gmail.com. And like, I'm totally down to just like talk about cool guitars and we don't even have to talk about money or anything right away. Like that's free. Like let's just, let's just bat around ideas. So you're not going to be saying that when you have mm -hmm, a lot more orders coming in, which you will. Right. Very, yeah. In I, the very near future. Can we please only talk if we need to and you've already put a yeah. deposit down? Then we can have a nice conversation. Right. No, dude, I totally look forward to that day, but until then, <laughs> get it get get it while we're getting good. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, dude, it was epic. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh it was a real Thank pleasure for us. Um Man, super excited. It was it was fantastic. It was really fun. Awesome. Excellent. Uh super glad it was and uh, that it wasn't uh traumatic. Yeah. Um, or not for me. I'm sorry. I traumatized you. It's, you know, I don't, hope don't apologize. Don't apologize. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and dear listener, this is your weekly reminder that Chris O'Donnell does exist and he still needs your support. And, love. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week uh, with another sweet, sweet episode.